Welcome to season two of Nina Talks with your hosts Darius and Nikita, your favorite blurred podcast where we talk about music, anime, culture, and whatever else crosses our mind. Keep up with us online at www.nina-productions.com. I hope you enjoyed the show. How you doing, dude? Oh, man, I'm good. Not so good, bro. Niggas is hella sick. Both yeah, of us. we got caught with the big L, man. Hella sick. Don't try to not cough into the mic. Yeah. But, you know, we some real, some real niggas, so we out here every week. As always, bro, I ain't gonna let no common cold keep me from this motherfucking Shit, podcast, you feel bro, me? I caught my ass up at CVS this morning looking for the motherfucking Sudafed, bro. I'm out here drinking Sprite and NyQuil, bro. <laughs> That real, cool, just, that's yeah. that real shit, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny, man. That healthy lean. <laughs> my mom, uh, I talked to my mom today, and the moment she heard that cough, she was like, all right, now nah, make sure you get 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Don't get the 1,000 that they tell you. Make sure you get two. You Don't get double. the 1,000 I was like, oh, snap, you. I wasn't even hip. Appreciate like, you. Oh, like, shit, I need, <laughs> I need two. I need all two right. baths. I showed it, go look at it, and I was like, mm, they trying to give me yeah, one. They, they trying to play fuck you, me. They trying to play me, bruh. To, you know what it is? It's the white man only need a thousand milligrams. Bruh. Bro. Yo, melanin costs an extra hundred milligrams, thousand milligrams, so you need that shit to survive, bro. They trying to take the black man. They be man selling out. you the, uh, the half doses in the hood, Walgreens. Uh-huh, that's, all, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, bro. It's that, uh, it's that sectional... That sectional That distribution, shit. brother. Yeah, bro. It's it make sure we, we, we got the uh, we got the three percent of the defects. We gonna put them down there right uh-huh. now. It's like how they put like the bad milk in the hood. They do the same thing with the medicine, man. <laughs> it's hard they not to get you however, bro. They trying to get you however. It's not a game out here. Oh you man. Gotta protect your neck. <laughs> 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 Uncle Sam will get you however, bro. Yo, it's crazy, man. I was even uh there was this thing on Twitter. Where TMZ caught up with Demi Lovato's drug dealer, bruh. I saw that, and I just feel like if you on TMZ talk about you, talking about how your drugs just OD. Can somebody, somebody investigate you? I feel like yeah, you're not really that good at drug. That's that, but you know he is a white person. The carelessness. You, it's not as illegal to be a drug dealer when you white. That man was just like, oh yeah, I'm caught it. Is that, that going to be an issue? Oh, no, no. My boy just, got all the retweets. You know his business probably high key booming, bro. Bro, he probably, his line jumping right now, bro. Oh, boy, iPhone jumping. <laughs> Man, that shit Demi got, bro. The one you was talking about in the interview, bro. Come on. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that shit was funny, bro. I was like, man, it's, it's wild out here, man. Even, uh, damn, I'm just going through tweets, but I saw some wild tweets this week. You were scrolling today. Bruh. Huh? My nigga was sick in bed just scrolling through Twitter. Damn, man. Nothing else on his mind. They had a, uh, <laughs> they had a shawty that raised money for this homeless dude that gave her money. I saw that same shit, bruh. Uh, man. I'm that like, was some bullshit. So basically, so basically, just to fill in anyone who's not here, basically, um, this, like, this woman, she was driving from somewhere and she ran out of gas on the middle of the road. This homeless dude saw her struggling and was like, hey, it's dangerous out here. Just like, wait in your car. I got I got 20 bucks of change from the day. I'm gonna I'm get a little gallon of gas and bring it back for you. I'm gonna keep on trapping and give you my last. I'm gonna give you my fucking last. And like, I ain't got want? much. 
on some real hey. Je- <laughs> on some real Jesus of Nazareth shit. Like, like that woman is going to hell, bro. That dude was probably like an angel or it something. It was probably Jesus. Cause he was like, oh, said, I'm another one bites the dust. <laughs> I'm gonna take my last dub and get you some gas so that you can get home safe. This wasn't the twenty that he pulled out the ATM. Nope, this- that shit was probably mad change, bro. <laughs> And so basically, like, you know, uh, she gets home and she's so moved, like all people are. She's so moved by this man's gesture that she's like, fuck it. I'm going to start a GoFundMe and raise this dude like 10 G's so that he can like, you know, buy himself a little hoopty. Do something. And, and pay a couple months rent and try to get back on his feet. And the whole world was like, bet, we got you. Yeah, that shit went viral and they raised like 400K. And then we're just like... Psych. We're not gonna give him this money. Instead, he might spend it on drugs. Yeah. So basically, what they did was they bought like so they bought a house and were like, oh, we're buying this house like possibly for him maybe. And then <laughs> instead of buying him a new car, they gave him their used like minivan, which like you know beggars can't be choosers. But like no, no, you no, told no, the dude no, no, you no, were no, gonna no, buy no. him a new fucking you car. You raised this money. And so now you're you just, now you're just embezzling. This like that's <laughs> there ain't no beggars. Or, this ain't your money, bro. These are public investments. And so he's like, I started skimming once I got to the root of like the distrust or yeah. whatever. But like basically, dude is like trying to get the bread because like he's owed it. But like obviously he's homeless. He don't got like proper resources don't like have the money for a lawyer do. yeah so like he's obviously having a tough time doing it but yeah that shit hella trash bruh and that's why I, that's why I like low-key like and you know how easy it is to just give away money that you didn't earn bruh to give away money that you did not even if like even it was four hundred thousand dollars even if you were like ooh, we didn't anticipate all this let me be shit. <laughs> Let me take a hundred thousand. Like, even if you wanted to be an asshole, you could have been a minimalist asshole and took a hundred thousand and just been like, here go three hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm still changing your life in a crazy. You could have you could have kept three and gave that nigga a hundred thousand. You still would have been doing. But you trying to finesse, homie. But you you about to rent a house out to him that he don't have money to pay for. Bruh, like come on, bruh, like. Yeah. And that's just that's just that crazy snake shit where it's just like man, like human nature, right? Like. Cause you know, it's like, crazy. you know, her and her husband was sitting there looking at that GoFundMe, just you know, just rack up, bro. Just every time they refresh, it was another hundred, another couple thou, another couple thou, and they were just sitting there. Ooh, and they, they think it, about their problems. They like, right, man, you know, we started adding up. Oh man, you know, we got we couldn't cool afford things. the 2017 Subaru. Ooh. Damn, you know I I have been meaning to get a new Bluetooth in the Jag. You know it's been it's been acting a little. I need my AirPods for my runs, Carl. Mm. You know, honey, (laughs) I did see one of those air dryers, them air fryers on on Fat Kids deals. (laughs) Use one of those too. They sitting pretty, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an L. Yeah, Twitter was a lot, bro. (laughs) You know, honestly, I'm kind of getting overwhelmed on social media. It's like it'd be a lot happening. It's a lot happening. Like I find myself while I'm scrolling, I'm just kind of like, man, like this is where we at? Because I feel like now when I'm on Twitter, I'm not. I'm like, I'm just sorting through the chaff of like the same recycled, yeah, carbon copy opinions. Like got some cute, got somebody, like, got some I'm just thick woman, for funny things. got some uh, little racism. <laughs> yeah, like it's just the same. It's the same shit. Like and there's certain things that entertain me about it, right? Like I'm still here for the Twitter honeys. I'm still here for the meme humor. 
I'm still here for like you know music and entertainment. Niggas stuff. low key be flaming people. Yeah, and like you know, <laughs> and like you know my friends and shit. But then like there's just so much of like all this other like dumb shit, all this other like you know all these long ass tweet threads that are all saying the same yeah. shit in the same recycled words. I'm just like. Ugh, like it's getting it's getting hella oversaturated. Yeah, it is. Like and it's, it's it's really weird. And it's like I love Twitter, but now I'm kind of finding like damn, like I don't like I'm I'm starting to enjoy it less now. Even with like I feel like there's even like a rhythm to like viral tweets that pop up on your feed. Yeah. Like every three or so you get a nice It'd little be the same shit. Nice little viral tweet that you kinda resonate with. One that's funny. <laughs> like, oh that happened to me today. That's like, it. <laughs> Nah, bro. It's Something crazy. about the horoscope. Somebody being like, "Yes, oh my god, I knew I was a Leo." Uh, yeah, that shit is niggas is wildin'. Yeah. I just feel like <laughs> niggas just be like, it almost feels like a conspiracy because like the same tweets, same exact wording will go viral just like different accounts, and I think that's so weird. Yeah, I mean, like so, it, it makes even sense. technically, like, there's a shit ton of bots on Twitter. Yeah. And there's also just kind of like... Idiots. Your feed just kind of <laughs> always kind of self-feeds itself. Like, yeah. you see the shit that your feed shows you, and then yeah. when you click on it, it reinforces that that's the shit you want to see. You know, and actually, fun fact, um, dude who made Twitter, um, this is Jack Dorsey. Yeah. He, he recently said that, like, they were going to try to, like, alter the algorithm a little bit so that, uh... It would keep people out of those echo chambers, like when you just keep hearing the Force same different. shit over and over. Yeah. And so people were kind of giving pushback about that, just being like, "Oh, you're just gonna like put neo Nazis and like my hate timeline? speech on my timeline," and it's like, no. Again, like it's just that same social media shit where it's yeah. like, no, like you're just grabbing a headline. Actually, it kind of makes sense because like everyone does think that like, oh, social media is so vast and it exposes us to new ideas and da 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 and like yeah it does that but like that's probably like the minority of the time I'd honestly say yeah. I'd say honestly scrolling through my Twitter maybe like 10% of tweets actually give me new pieces of information and like if you scroll through Twitter you're probably not looking for new information you're probably looking for a little endorphin rush from a joke yeah from a- so like I do think there is some value in like at least trying to do that because like who you like you're just gonna see the same shit all day otherwise unless someone just throws some like different shit at you yeah facebook is like in the interesting position because now that facebook has like a billion active users um and they have a whole bunch of different um and they have a whole bunch of different like regions that they have to manage facebook is actually in a a really interesting position where they're kind of like moderating the world very yeah. independent from a government and a lot of governments are kind of like nervous how we get in this position but like facebook's like actually in the position now where they're like and um zuckerberg actually like believes that there's like a program or an algorithm like that can like effectively like moderate the world i wouldn't say he's wrong yeah I mean, I feel like people <laughs> at their core are kind of just code yeah just like a process running that like we all kind of work the same standardized way and i feel like if you figure out like how to how it was built how to crack the code of human communication you'll kind of figure it out that's essentially what he's trying to do yeah and like that's interesting yeah he's like because a lot of the the issues that facebook will face is as a tech company theoretically 
you want to make a platform that allows everyone to express themselves freely. Yeah. And so, like, as engineers, they're like, if we apply a rule to one person, we want to write this rule in a way that it can be applied to everybody. Yeah, I actually had a conversation like that at my job today. Fun fact, in one of my meetings, we That's were just cool. talking about, <laughs> like, just like, you know, this app operates, like, a very specific way in the United States. But then because of european laws and sanctions op- operates yeah. a very different way in the uk europe was like australian laws yeah. and sanctions operates a very different way in australia and we're like okay like we have all these different regions and we obviously want the app to be globally used yeah. but every country has like different fucking laws and restrictions yeah. and regulations so it's like how do we manage this like yeah huge thing where all the variables are always different people requesting different things yeah. but you're like i want to write one thing exactly <laughs> yeah and i think one thing i do think is weird now is that like i don't think we really realize how like for a whole generation of people like social media is the news like there's a generation of people that aren't growing up reading newspapers like aren't growing up watching news on tv yeah. they're strictly getting their beliefs and their new information and from all that the shit stuff that pops up from their timeline and like when the culture around these websites is so like latched onto like hyperbole and like exaggeration and it's hard to get accurate it's like damn like there's just gonna be a general like there's just gonna be a lot of people who are really fucking dumb because <laughs> <laughs> find a way all the cold damn <laughs> That shit got me. He tried to fight it. He tried to fight it. He made it like a smooth 10 minutes. Man. Oh, God. They got me. They left. Just she brought it up. Halls, my nigga. That's real, though. Uh, that's, yeah. It's tragic. It's she real, though. Halls, bro. I do think, though, alternatively, though, even if we have people that, like, have probably, like, not super developed opinions on topics, but have, like, a lot of knowledge about different things, like, a the people are like the jack of all trades versus like i feel like before this before this uh, before this like part of like before like the social media era like most people are poor or working class very few people are rich and so like i feel like most poor working class people have like they're masters of one thing they have their trade yeah and then they have the locality in which they live and the life (laughs) in which they see it and they have like no understanding of like really like very limited understanding especially like yeah. the poorer you look at people which is like most of the world is right. like still really poor like people still people only had like knowledge of so much in the world yeah. especially if you go back like a few generations for us like i mean like not that many really just one uh, yeah like, <laughs> like parents who grew up in three's like, a crowd like you really you really throwing it back if you go three like <laughs> Like you go back to our parents the niggas just kind of knew whatever was there yeah <laughs> so i do think it's cool that like we are in a generation where like even if people don't necessarily know the details between someone else's like culture experience they at least know it exists i don't know man i would kind of push back on that yeah because i feel like a lot of social media apps has tunneled still people yeah i mean a lot of them are geo based right like you still like we if you keep your geo tag on or whatever for the most part, oh god tragic yep <laughs> um but like if you keep your little geo tag on or whatever which most things do by default like we mostly will see tweets from like st louis twitter like yeah. if you're on facebook like the random things that it throws at you will be like mostly things in your area instagram yeah. the same way so i feel like you know if you're in rural 
Oklahoma or whatever, like you're probably just gonna see whatever's in the next nearest town or yeah. the next biggest town, not nearest, but like whatever your like hub point for data is, that's like what you're gonna be exposed to. I feel like. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like yeah, you'll. St- I feel like with social media, what happens is you get exposed to new viewpoints a lot, but you often get exposed to them with under the like some type of manipulation some type of yeah it's always like through this filter like yeah. yeah you'll get like a tweet explaining like you know why black lives matter is important but like if you're in rural fucking oklahoma like it's probably gonna be like some right-wing republican retweeting it being like saying some rude shit about it yeah. so like before you can even like process the actual information you're already viewing it from like a skeptical lens yeah. or whatever like so I feel like that's really the issue. It's like, yeah, you get these new viewpoints, but it's even it's there's still, still those echo chambers. Yeah, once it enters your like chamber, so to speak, quote unquote, like it has, it still has that like flavor on it of like you know, East Coast liberalism or you know, Deep South racism or yeah. whatever. Like it's it's always gonna have like that little that little taste yeah. of whatever is around it. That kind of like skews it so that you're not just reading like a neutral piece of information you're reading like a piece of criticism or something yeah. like that and then like from there you just kind of fuck it up anyway because now you're now you're not listening to it you're like judging it yeah but i don't know i feel that's like that's real that's real i do think like i do think technology will allow the general like population to just kind of like have a better understanding of the diversity of like thought people and thought yeah like That's i think real. i do think social media has done like a great job and like just kind of like normalizing people doing like wild things like i think that like i'm at, I'm at a point where i'm like you know I, I don't get surprised when people do things and so like when i meet people and they tell me like weird off the wall things Facts, just like, oh, like, on like the word weird isn't even like being insulting it's just like it's Different, different from what I like recognize. Yeah, that's real. But it's like I'm not like it doesn't like me meeting or me seeing people who are very different from me isn't so uncommon that it jars me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I feel like And I might it might be just because I'm young. I feel like, like I feel like you're in a minority of people. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You're you're, you're a particularly open minded person. That's real. A lot of things. But a lot of people can scroll through social media and still not necessarily. And still just be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not rocking with it. Like I, I think for me, what I think is that like I think the majority will kind of all I, like you said, like the majority is like working class, like poor, like not super highly educated. And so I think like with that there's always there's gonna just be like i think there's just like limiters as far as like how much certain people are like willing to like open your mind like yeah, yeah a lot of like most, too many focuses i gotta i gotta worry about yeah, too much other shit tend to be like you know cages caged in their circumstances so mm-hmm. it's like if you poor and working class like you don't really have like the leisure time to like contemplate like the greater philosophies of like your moral compass like you're just yeah. like i don't really give a fuck like I gotta wake up and go to work tomorrow. I'm pissed off. Like, I'm not trying to hear it. Like, I don't know. That's 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 probably an assumption, but like, that's hella interesting. I feel like one thing with like technology and stuff is like, yeah, like it's such a big opener. And, but like, it like you have to take that step forward. You know what I mean? It's like an active thing. Like, it's not a, it's, it's a tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like, and like, I think people, a lot of people by nature are kind of like lazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I mean I we all are. I mean, like, in two different, different ways, yeah. you know. But like, 
I think most people like are the type of lazy where they're like not gonna like actively resource research something to open their mind to understand the alternate viewpoint. Yeah. Um, They'll see it, note it, and then just yeah, kind of move like on. Yeah, like most people aren't going to put that energy forward because it's just not worth it to them, even though they have this tool that will allow them, them to do, do that. It. Yeah. But like, you're just like, nah, like, I don't I don't really care. Like, This is my downtime. I'm not trying to Yeah, like, I'm not trying to do some fucking research. Like, <laughs> That's super interesting. Yeah. And to rope it into, you know, <coughs> what, what our, our main topic, this was like a really long segue, low key, but to roll that into our main topic, that is very different. You know, just thinking about like the access to knowledge and different viewpoints and, and all that stuff, whether or not we use it or not. But thinking about like what technology has done for us um, and how that's affected the way we've grown up, kind of versus like interacting the with world our, our parents grew up in yeah. is very interesting because, like, not just in technology, but like in everything. Because, like, we just, you know, we obviously grew up in just crazy different times. And so yeah. we just think about the world and like, hella different ways and like it's always like whenever i go home and like i talk to my parents i'm just like man like we like where, where i'm at at 23 i mean how how fucking old am i um shit. i hope you're 24 <laughs> nah, i'm 24 oh damn i'm 23 <laughs> i'm t- <laughs> you got me right <laughs> where i'm at at 24 and when my pops was at at 24 yeah, like two dog. catastrophically different yeah. places and so like just the idea that like you know, like just you know even with everything that we doing with nina and everything i'm trying to do with the music like it took me like a very long time just to get him to like understand that yeah and be cool with that because like to him it was just like what the fuck are you doing like yeah i did all this shit you went to college i did all this shit and now you're telling me you want to be a a, a rapper or some <laughs> shit like no Especially like you know, I think a lot of people in the generation above us like don't really value the arts, yeah. like the way that like maybe our generation does. Maybe not. Maybe it's one of those things that like it's hard to say while you're in it. Yeah. But like, I feel like the old, I feel like our gen the old like our parents have like a really deep appreciation for music and stuff like that. But as soon as like your their child is like, oh, I want to do that too, they're like, nah, yeah. that's no. I think there's like a there's just also like a, a level. Here of expectations that like i feel like a lot of parents just like generally have for their kids you know like i know most parents like i guess i can speak for your parents and speak for my mom um but just generally put a whole lot of energy yeah into the hopes of like i'm gonna kind of struggle right now so my kids doing right and then like so that kind of translates later into when you do something that doesn't necessarily correlate with them like with you being like good or like you being <laughs> like unquote. in a successful position then they go back and you know you cut they feel you feel kind of you're like i put energy into yeah. you doing and you're trying to do this and it's like you know yeah. you did put energy into me i appreciate that yeah. and like i'm still gonna hustle and grind like. right the way i put it to my dad was just like so for context so my dad is from trinidad but both my parents were born in trinidad um my dad left trinidad when he was i think in his like 20s uh, after college to come to the States and try to get a PhD, um, which he did in New York. Um, and then he started teaching after that. Um, and so for him, that is like a catastrophic success. Like my parents were poor as fucking Trinidad. So to go from being like poor as fucking this third world country to like 
being, you know, like, yeah. what, not like rib, but like you, you doing good. You're not poor as fuck. Yeah, you know, you're not, yeah. <laughs> you're not poor as fuck no more <laughs> in America. And you got a PhD yeah. and you teaching at a university. Like, that's, tough. that's, that's making it, you know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's like a crazy come up. And so, like, when I was talking to him, I was just trying to explain, like, that same shit to him. Because I, I think, I think like, what our parents, for me, I know personally, like, my parents wanted me to have a life where, like, I didn't struggle, mm-hmm. you know, da-da-da-da-da. And, like, I think very much <coughs> to them, like, me doing music and putting myself in a scenario where, like, you know, the, the success rate is fairly low and there's a lot of struggle and there's a lot of grind. You know, it didn't really make sense to them because they were like, wow, we made this perfect landing pad for you and you're taking this like weird alternate path that we don't really understand. And so for me, I kind of framed it as like, okay, you remember how granny was tripping when you told her you wanted to go to the United States? You're granny right now. You just don't see the vision. Like, (laughs) I'm like the same way you were trying to grind and come up and like multiply your circumstances exponentially. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I, for me, like just trying to get that like communication barrier was like, it was hard because like for a while it was just like us being angry at each other because we didn't see eye to eye. And then it was like, okay, like once like I got a little older and like I learned a little bit more and like. You know, was able to have like more real conversations with my dad. We was able to be like, oh, okay, like I see what you're doing here. Like yeah. I can rock with this. Like it's not like that nigga thought I was just trying to like, you know, <laughs> just like rap quit your job and uh, start yeah, passing yeah, out like, mixtapes, dumb shit. Yeah, hustling mixtapes or something. And I was like, first off, Charles, like it's 2018. Like niggas don't really sell mixtapes out they trunk no more. Like, but also like, no, <laughs> I do everything with this music shit and I get paid for it. So like it's a it's a source of income like, and then he was like, oh okay okay oh, money for sure. money you money. gonna make you that shit money? all right oh, nigga okay, for sure well, go tell ahead me more. nigga <laughs> tell me more tell me more about the money yeah but I mean I don't know it's I, never really been like uh, on the job side I've always just kind of been techie and a hustler so yeah. that's like that's the paved path like if you tell somebody you're gonna do computer shit right. all everybody's just gonna be like oh he working Dope. with computers like oh shit nigga. Intelligent. Yeah, so nobody really ever like tripped over that. But the worst part is I never quit my job, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> still working with computers. Like, nigga, I'm still working a nine to five. Like, this, this, this is this is a side hustle. <laughs> I'm like, why are you mad? Like, you gonna flip if I get a, a part time job at like Sonic? Like, Bruh. I'm making. <laughs> like, what is upsetting you right now? Yeah, I think a lot of times like button heads was when my mom and like levels of communication we had to develop was like. My mom worked a bit, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of spent a lot of time, like, me and my sister, just us with our grandparents. And so, like, just kind I just feel like with that, when, uh, I just feel like with that, that level of, like, communication with, um, my mom wasn't really able to develop till I got older. Yeah. And so, like, as I was younger, there was also just, like, a lot of, like, I feel like identities that me and my sister kind of had that didn't necessarily always correlate. Yeah. We're like, just kind of like, I don't know, my family is like super deep into the church and like, you know, I'm God fearing, but you know, there's my always- My nigga love to smoke weed. That shit don't fly in the church, Yeah. And I, and I think there's just levels like my motto has been don't do too much. And so <laughs> that's, as I've, I don't know, as I've kind of just gotten, as I get, as I got older, I just kind of realized that I just focused a lot more on like, trying to be like a good Christian versus necessarily following the rules. <laughs> hey, I feel you. That's like kind of my same energy as far yeah. as the goes. <laughs> but that just always kind of led with some like, 
you know, you can't really say that for real, for real. Yeah, you definitely know especially, especially like, when you're not like out on your own and you're not, you, you know, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, hey, dog, like, you know, I ain't trying to do this. I ain't trying to do that. But uh, hold on. Let me uh, let me recalibrate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of high, kind of sick. Nigga, high and sick. Yeah, bro. let me re- let me recalibrate. Ain't that. nothing worse than the high and sick combo, yeah. bro. I swear to God. That shit be having you. I smoke like... I don't know if anybody saw on Twitter, but I was like, man, like I'm kind of sick. Like I'm going, like, I don't know if I should smoke. Let me tell you, I smoked that shit and it fucked me all the way up. Like it yeah. took me like three steps back in my recovery. Yeah, you take a hit and you just oh, I was Every coughing before, like but three, I'm bro. coughing now. Shit. Um, but no, I just think that like a lot of growing up super deep in the church um, allowed for a lot of like dope experiences but it also made like a lot of walls that you couldn't necessarily like talk to your people about yeah and i just feel like you know when you're growing up in a situation where whatever it is like whether it's like what you're trying to do whether it's like who how you feel as a person like when you can't talk to your people yeah and like you're growing up you just got to make a call yourself and, and you kind of just so kind of you kind of and you're young and you just kind of figure it out and you usually figure it out By via fucking like up. fucking up yeah By fucking up and yeah. so <laughs> yeah it just kind of like it, it took a while to kind of like figure out things on your own like figure out like you know how i want to move among the world yeah. and then once you figure that out then you go back and you be like okay like let's talk let's, let's talk like but you know, up until that point you just wandering blind bruh but yeah, I think I think the biggest benefit, like even with like the the communication gaps that we did have, like my mom was like hella big on like telling me to like always follow like your own trail. Yeah. And kind of follow your own, like, you know, follow your word. And so it kinda like it sucked later on when like me and my sister did that and wouldn't listen. <laughs> but like follow your own word, remember my <laughs> <laughs> But like my word, nigga. Yeah, I think it helped later on though, with us just being like, you know, you let us do that. Yeah. And so like I'm down to talk to you about stuff because I know you ain't gonna like trip too yeah. hard. Like you might be a little pee. Yeah, like, you might not be a hundred percent for it, but like you know, I'm, I'll tell you. Yeah, for sure, because I want. Real. Yeah, <laughs> that's hella real. It's it's crazy like getting that like leveling point with your parents to some degree. Yeah. Something that like I'm still trying to like hit to some degree with like my parents because like. I think, like, at least in, like, Caribbean households, and I feel like it's the same way with, like, a lot of, like, more kind of, like, quote-unquote traditional, like, black families or whatever, but there's always this, like, grown folk business, and then there's, like, kid shit, and, like, you know, like, some parents are probably good about, like, knowing when to level them out, but, like... I know for me growing up, like, like especially things with, like, money and shit. Yeah, like, just... Like, my parents did not talk to me a lot about money. Like, I yeah. didn't, like... I remember, like, being in high school and, like, you know, my friends would, like, know what their parents made and, like... Yeah. You know, just know, like, general, like, money shit about the world. And I think that's, because, like, one of those slight differences, too, because, like, when you a white kid and your parents making bank, they don't mind showing yeah. you that. They don't mind showing <laughs> you their balances, bro. Like, I'm gonna show you your dad, your mama making money, you like... See all this green, little nigga? <laughs> but, like, when you... When your finance is not necessarily, like, under control like yeah. i feel like parent like you're not gonna sit down to and sit be down like and give your kid a lecture i still don't have this figured out totally basically but like you know let's, let's sit down and yeah i yeah. don't know well enough to teach you so i can't really talk to you about it because i'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants here too and those are a few things that i really hope like can as we get those tools and stuff like, oh hell yeah you know are able to like 
continuously and more like be passed along more like I'm i don't know my son gonna be doing my taxes or my son or my daughter whichever one bro both he, them niggas bro. he's about to Fuck drop off some tax. he's about to drop some receipts off them niggas roll up a joint and be like i'll Fuck see y'all like y'all got the y'all got the book right all right google it if you need help bro they're gonna be, be like daddy what's 1.5 percent of sixteen thousand dollars i come back later <laughs> I ain't gonna smoke around my kids, nah. <laughs> man, I still be wondering, man. I'm just like, shit, dog. Like, you know, who who knows how the world gonna be? You know, you might get a pin, <laughs> might get a. It might not be a big deal. It might not be a big deal, like, dog. Dad gonna be high in work and at least he productive. Like, I'm not gonna be eating Cheetos and shit watching TV, like. <laughs> like the dad, uh, Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like, you know, I'm gonna be like, this is your. I'm a productive dad stoner. A productive what, dad? A productive stoner. High and present and and financially stable. They're gonna be like, damn, I had a rough day at school. Tell, Tell me about, about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel like for me, I feel like before they can form memories, I'll probably smoke a little vape pen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like once they can start remembering shit as like a little kid, I'm gonna probably stop. When they pick up, when they pick up the ounce and be like, Daddy, what's this? Good daddy, what's that? Well, good nose, kid, but put it down. <laughs> but that's me, a mango kush. Mango, what? That's mango a mangoes, what? baby. You gonna, that's some mangoes, baby. Yo, they're gonna have a real confused child, bro. <laughs> nah, but for me, it's like, I want, because for me, I like, I remember when I was in school, they had some guy come in and give a talk, and he was talking about like how he was really traumatized by his daddy smoking weed in the bathroom when he was a kid, because he was like, Daddy's in the bathroom getting high. Oh, and so I'm like, damn, sad. like. I don't want my kid to have yeah. that experience. So, like, maybe once they, like, when they hit, like, 16, 17, I'll probably be like, hey, like, we're going to have this little conversation real quick. We're going to talk about drugs and shit. You know, I'm going to figure out where your headspace is at. And then, like, for sure, once you're 18, I'm smoking again because you're an adult. Fuck you. You've probably been smoking <laughs> for three years anyway. <laughs> if you're my son, you've probably been getting high since you're, like, 15. Yeah, so, like whatever man shit you saying all that bro you're gonna be in the music video getting blazed and they're gonna be like daddy that's you daddy that's you daddy had a different life son sit <laughs> down dad you just released this nah i'm gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> she came out yesterday but <laughs> shut up <laughs> damn oh shit all right <coughs> all right bro. oh man i'm losing it bro so we gonna take a quick smoke break we gonna get smoke buried. break i'm about to get a hauls nigga <laughs> <laughs> We gonna get let my nigga get some more HP. Be right back with our special guest for this episode. Oh, uh, the one, the only, preach perfect, man. Preach perfect. Nina talks. Deuces. This season during our smoke breaks, we'll be giving out shoutouts boosting small businesses and upcoming artists. If you're a business owner or artist and you'd like your brand featured in an episode of Nina Talks, contact us via email at ninaproductionsstl at gmail.com. Thanks.
Hey, we back. Yeah, man. Big back. No smoke break. We ain't even smoke. We got yeah. my nigga Halls. Got a cough drop. <laughs> Didn't finish it. He said the sound would be irritating. <laughs> but we here now with my dude Preach Perfect. Yeah. Happy good, to have dude? you in the yeah, building. Bitch, man. How you doing, dude? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Happy to be here with my brothers, man. Yeah, Not too many bro. people that hold it down for their kid, but y'all hey, two man. people that always did. So shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate you, All love, my brother. You already snow that. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, we're here. We want to talk to you. Yep. Get to know a bit about you. So we'll let you start off. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. What's, what, what's cool that you're getting into soon? Oh, like... man. Just a young boy from St. Louis out here. <laughs> I heard Air Force is on as we speak. Air Force is on with a with a BM Shine hat. Shout out to my boy Shine. Man. Shout out Sean, bro. Um, man, just out here taking pictures and shooting and filming now, trying yeah. to get into a little bit more videos and stuff like okay. that. Um, it's like so like it started when I got my camera. And just even before then, I will always see images in my head. Like right. everything would be like a picture. Your photography, yeah. Started. Okay, I'm a photographer, so it's like everything would be a picture. Even before I, I I got into it, so now it's like the images are moving. So yeah. it's like, damn, hit that next dimension, so bro. It's like it's like tapping into a whole nother Ultra dimension. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. I'm I'm on my Goku shit, but it's like, man, it's a whole nother tap in. Now How's that been going, man? Man, it's 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 hella challenging. Like y'all was like, when me and Kels were sitting here, I was trying to figure it out, like yeah. how to edit and shit. Like it was probably because I was high. Now, I couldn't really grasp it, but once we got to the crib, once yeah. I got to the crib the next day and we sat down, like, I FaceTimed him, it's like, oh, okay, now I can, like, everything, shit. like, yeah. after the first video, um, the first video that dropped, I forgot whatever video we did for Eddie's rollout um, yeah. that I shot, I did everything else by myself without calling him. It was yeah, just like, okay. Like, cause like, because my, my memory is hella, my, yeah, my memory hella good. Like, after you tell me to do something once, I'm yeah. going to remember it forever. It's like, Type like, shit. whether it's directions, like, if I can get there one time, yeah. I'm gonna be able to get there forever. So that's real. So now it's like now it's just YouTube. And you got that to, photogenic memory trying almost. To learn, yeah, exactly. Trying photogenic, all photographic. Oh, oh, oh man, no. Fire. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And that's how it is. Every Damn. every time I go out, every time I go out, and sometimes it don't <laughs> it don't happen how I intended to. Like like the best shoots is the shoot I can't the shoot I can't plan. Yeah. That's like Type like J Hop shoot. That's the that's that my best. That's my yeah, best bro. shoot. Thank you, bro. That's yeah. my best that shoot today. That's crazy, bro. bro. How'd that come was, about? You said you bro, couldn't he plan hit it. Me, he hit me. He was like, bro, let's let's get a shoot off. I was like, say less. I didn't know where the fuck we was gonna shoot at. I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna have him wear. I just said, bro, meet me at Kenlock Park. <laughs> On me. He met me there. Yeah. He um, came in with the yellow already. He it came just with the out. yellow already. That's and I was crazy. like, that's I was crazy like, because that oh, color combination was like fucking amazing, bro. I was like. I was like, bro, you just gonna stand in this yellow the whole time. Like, we ain't gonna do nothing else. I will move. You stay just still. Stand in the yellow, bro. That's all Type we gonna shit. do, bro. And it was, and that that was like, I, I like me, like I sent it to Ride and that, like the night before I posted, he was like, bro, I think this the one. I was like, that I think it is stupid, too. Bro. I was like, bro, bro, I you put it. you put preach in a in a yellow environment and he go off because you had that sunflower picture too, huh? On me, on me, yeah, that's your spirit color, bro. bro. That's the color. Your black aura. people just look amazing in yellow, you bro. Sure There's yeah. something about black people in yellow like that just pops. It's because it's because that's that the color shit. of the sun, bro. You know, Big we facts. melanin, melanated. Let me get my whole tap shit going, bro. We were kings and queens, preach. Lemonade on the chain, facts, facts. 
that, and then, but the most important thing, like now, um, y'all know Eddie Project coming out on Hell the 11th, yeah, September 11th. That's been a journey. Um, it's just that's, yeah, that's that shit was so fun. That shit hard. That shit that shit's gonna be so yeah, I'm excited, crazy. Bro. Um, I'm trying to convince him to do a listening party, so stay tuned for that. Okay. Yeah, hey, trying to get him to do I'll a pull up. On me, we trying to do a little private listening party. We're gonna invite like 20, 30 people. Everybody just come out, boop. Hey, so, so what's this? Good uh, music shit, bro. You what's go, this project with Eddie? Say what? What's this project with Eddie? Oh, it's called Readmission. Um, his his first EP. I'm pretty sure. I yep. think even before me and him like met and um everything. I don't think he dropped any EPs. So this would be his first EP. It's yeah. an ode to to the old Kanye. It sound like Louis bag Louis bags and um polos. Ah, <laughs> That's what it sound like. So um man it's just this like this is my first creative direction hey, project so that shit was amazing and it's so, kanye inspired bro and it's kanye inspired Niggas oh, know boy, i, I know you kanye on, some, kanye on some tweak shit now but I, i'm a i'm a love kanye forever just for <laughs> like it's fucking but it's still like man i cannot deny what he meant to me growing yeah. up and like being inspired by Type him shit. daily like Bro, like, I'm just getting hip to this dissect what? podcast, dog, and they talk. You just about got, you just got. I'm, I'm, I've been hip to it, but I haven't listened I to it. Yet. Bro, that shit yeah. was crazy. And so I'm just going. The first it. one we listened to was "My Beautiful Doctor's The Fantasy." Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. And so then backtrack for the people who who don't know. This is podcast called Dissect. It's a podcast plug on a podcast. Hey, hey. this podcast he called Dissect. It. He deserves um, it. Dude is hella talented. He basically kind of just breaks <laughs> down like albums song by song and kind of talks about like the musical direction the lyrics like how it was made just like all that like crazy stuff and he did the first season was to pimp a butterfly second season was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and he recently came out with a third with blonde. doing a uh, blonde yeah, yeah. So. and i think he i think he died and i, I actually think it was he did channel orange within that too though oh was it just was it yeah just he did Frank Ocean like the first yeah like the first two episodes was channel orange because he talked oh, about yeah. he, yeah. he talked about yeah. the four yeah the, the um the break the four-year break yeah. right, that, that right. frank took so he um so he summarized he sum at least summarized channel right. orange and yeah. what it was i haven't listened to the new season yet actually. yeah i I, th I think i i got started i didn't finish it um because joe button ended up cracking i was like oh shit joe i haven't peeped that one yeah joe button joe button a lot of people gonna hate Joe Budden just I'm because of the way. I'm one of those people that don't really yeah. like Joe Budden, so but it's, it's hard for me to like want to go listen to like his thing. At the end of the day, he cares. He yeah, cares he about. He does care about the culture. He cares about. He cares about artistry, and he really just like he's informing. Like outside of like, of course they gonna talk about the day to day shit that happened right. in hip hop and shit. But he really cares about artistry, and he be dropping gems for That's niggas real. that do music. That's tough. Yeah. I listen to him. I give it a spin. Yeah. Got time uh, that, in the day. The Kanye season. I think the Kanye season. I haven't heard the third season, but the Kanye season is like so good. Brad, I damn near didn't finish it until I came back over and you was like, bro, you gotta listen it's, to it to the so end. It's so fucking inspirational, yeah. I got, I got bro. like to the middle. I got to the middle and then just like forgot about yeah. it. But he was, but he like, he put Bring the spark back, back and he was like, bro, you gotta finish it. I was it. like, you gotta. Damn, and then bro. I got, then I got to the end and I was just like, this is what Kanye do, man. This is yeah. like, do make you a this, is, this is what Kanye do, bro. He's like the biggest inspiration to artists, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. After, he, like, after you watch season two of that podcast in my, like, you can't listen to that shit and not think Kanye's a fucking genius. Yeah. Like, you just can't. Like, if you listen to that podcast and listen to this nigga break down every fucking like, thing, 
he, and then it's like songs tying up past songs and shit like that. It's like, like bro, bro, the key signature from this song is relevant to the key signature in this other song, which ties into the emotional journey. Bro, I'm like, nah, bro. He broke. He breaks it down, bro. He breaks <laughs> down every song so fucking crazy. Like he break be breaking down the song. Then he gotta go into the. Then he gotta go into the sample of the song. Bro. Break down the sample just to let How you know what the fuck going the... on in this song. Like, like this sample was from. <laughs> Uh, an 18th century slave song which right. Kanye used here as a metaphor for his pain and stuff like damn bro I didn't even know that yeah. shit crazy so as we talk about Kanye so who are some of your other bigger artistic inspirations and like oh, people who you even just outside of art but just other like figures who you like looked up to and kind of wanted to model your career after like whether artistically like business wise just whatever yeah um outside of Ye uh Charlemagne like okay. it's it's crazy how I love all the problematic people that yeah, people problematic. Yeah, I was gonna say I was, but, that's a left yeah, field answer. Charlemagne, <laughs> because at the end of the day, I just want to be honest through my work. Like I want to be truthful and like I want to. It's not necessarily conveying a message. Like I just want you to be able to feel something. Right. Like and it's like everything I put out is my truth. It's yeah. my honesty. It's how I'm feeling. Like I'm not painting. It might be like <laughs> I might drop something like the J Hop. And it's gonna be very bright. It's gonna be very colorful. But then I might drop something the next week that's hella fucking dark. And right. maybe I was sad, but it's like I want you to feel that. Like I yeah. want you to feel what I was feeling in that moment of creating. And I think that's what art is, just the ultimate expression, man. I just want you to feel that. So I think Charlotte what Charlemagne does, he tells his truth. Like he yeah. like and it's like I'm not trying to paint no picture of being perfect. I've I've had my mistakes, I have my flaws, like nobody's perfect. I rather yeah. I rather be imperfect than, than present you with um perfection. I rather make mistakes than prevent present you with perfection because I'm gonna like it's like it's like and it goes back to Kanye, it's like man, like we idolize this man and yeah. like in our eyes he couldn't do no wrong and then he come out and he just go way left field with so it. So you might as like, well you're like I might as well just be me from the rip and base the rip be me from the is you gotta be you got you gotta be you from the rip because one because it's like once you fall they're gonna be looking at you crazy and then but it's like you switched up but when you real from jump it's like i told y'all i was this (laughs) (laughs) like y'all knew what y'all were dealing with right y'all knew what y'all was dealing with not saying i'm gonna do anything that's just wild and left field it's just like when i do make mistakes i'm gonna hold myself accountable but at the same time i want y'all to know that i'm 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 human like no matter how big i get understand I'm not I'm gonna human. put myself on the pedestal so if exactly. you put me up there that's on you exactly <laughs> exactly and, and at the same time it is, I understand that it's gonna be kids it's gonna be this uh, people that look up to me that expect and I hope that I meet y'all standards but at the same time when I don't just understand that hey he's human he's gonna yeah. he's gonna go through his trials and tribulations but yeah I think um, and that's real though I feel like that has a lot to do with like just knowing and being sure of yourself too on me because you're like I know what I'm doing yeah and then I would have to say Hmm. Frank, Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! Um, I think despite I think the four year break was because he's such a perfectionist. Yeah. Like to to be away from for four years, despite doing the features, he um did a feature for Beyonce and um John Mayer yeah. and writing for songs for people. You don't come out with two phenomenal albums like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like in that amount of time like yeah. you like you got you got to be in tune with something yeah. like like he was really I, I he was I mean, really he was, in a bag he was really in a bag to wait for to come out four years later and drop two albums in two weeks yeah 
Like, and I love Endless. I love Blonde. Like, Boy, Blonde, Chanel Blonde might be better than Channel Orange. Yeah. Like, I mean, Blonde, they were both great. I think I, Blonde might be better than Channel Orange. I'm man. not a Frank expert. Bro, yeah, I, I listen Frank. to a decent amount. Hey. Bro, they're, 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 they're both really great. And I, I think they're so. I think the beautiful thing, though, is like, they're so separate that it's easy to not also not compare them. Exactly, and that, and that's the thing. And because like thing. I listen to Blonde in like a really different life space than I did Channel Dude, Orange. Exactly, <laughs> like four years is a lot when you, yeah. bro. You like that? That's a lot of time. That's to fifteen a lot to twenty. That's a time. time, a lot of time to grow yeah. and to and to like <coughs> see where he is now. It's like, and that's and I aspire to be that like that ducked off low key artist. Like where every time, I you, be whenever you to, drop something, inspired. Right, but you I want to be that to a certain extent. Like I always wanted to be just stay like now I just want to stay behind the camera but it's like now with my like with my visions it's like and I, I think it's me trying to disattach from my work as well it's like sometimes I be seeing shit it's like I have to be in like I want to do a, like I want to do like a TV show like I have this TV show idea for, in my head for Netflix mm-hmm. and it's like okay I want to just be the writer and the director of it and let it be but at the same time it's like I, I feel like nobody can act the main character <laughs> how, <laughs> the Kanye in him and maybe because it's it's like it's loosely it's based personal, on me yeah. it's loosely based on me so maybe because that as well but it's like can't nobody be this cause yeah. it's me like it's yeah. like this is me so it's like um but I do want to be more just like not seen as much yeah but, but I just want to like let my work speak for me that's real J. Yeah. Cole Frank Ocean Waves facts shout I out think to Cole that's... and of course Cole like yeah that's my favorite we were that's talking about it earlier yeah, man. we said it so many man. times on this podcast we don't take Cole we, slander and Nina we, bro yeah. don't come up in Nina talking about we, t- we take Cole for granted man well yeah. not me just, but like and, I, and not us in this room but a lot of people take Cole for and granted and all he really wants is for like nobody to doubt him and nobody really even have to talk about him and that much he don't I really understand. <laughs> just talk about his lyrics and I, underst- <laughs> and I understand to a certain degree even as a fan because like I call myself a realistic stand. Like as much as I love Kanye, I'm gonna be realistic. Like I love him, but I'm gonna be realistic about the situation. So oxymoron. Yeah. So like with Cole, like the album that got a lot of slander was for your eyes only. I love for your eyes only. But I do get it because I don't want to hear Cole on his own beats all the time. That's why <laughs> like, I don't. Like I would love to see no ID executive producer album for Cole. Yeah. And that would I think that that would be the album that make niggas be like, okay, because it's though Forest Hills was like yeah. it was like J, his J, peak, J. Cole basically. production is it, it really yeah, if he rapping over crazy. his if he rapping over his production, his music is gonna sound like Forest Hills drives, I feel. Yeah. And it's very J. Cole-y style. I don't know, man. I will push back on that. Yeah. I would say you I think, think KOD switched it up a bit? I think KOD was. He did up, like I 90. Think, he did like 90 percent of KOD. I think he said he did like. The 90, only beat he didn't do was Kevin's heart. Yeah. Um. And Kevin's and those heart was crazy. KOD was bumping. The yeah. Music. yeah and so I think was. KOD was Cole kind of showing like his versatility a bit as like a producer. And I think it was waking niggas up because I think like for your eyes only niggas was like, oh this nigga ain't trying to rap no more for real. Like he. <laughs> it low key felt like an outro. Bro, it was. <laughs> I mean that shit. That shit was like I think. It was personal. It was very personal, and I think it was just something to do. I think for for your eyes only, and I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of slander for this, but let me finish. But for your eyes only was like Coles to pimp a butterfly, in the sense not in the sense that like he was doing something far left, not maybe not far left, mm-hmm. but like he was doing something 
off the norm strictly for the artistic purposes yeah like, not I'm not, not mainly thinking about how people are going i'm not doing it's not gonna be mainstream it's not gonna be some shit that you're gonna run up Fuck a label. but it's gonna tell a bomb ass story and that's true beautifully it is true. made like and it is like yeah it's not so, it's not a project you gonna listen to every day but like that's a beautiful when story. you sit down and listen to, whenever you do decide let me run through for your eyes only you just like damn like he constructed like a beautiful landscape and just told a really dope story. I just want, I just want niggas when you riding home at night, just turn on the title track for your eyes only. Just, just, just turn it on. Bro. Just listen to, li- listen to every word this nigga talking nigga about on the way on to the crib, shit, bro. bro. Like you, like that shit, damn near, that shit, damn near brought me to tears. That shit, hella real. That bro. shit, damn near like, brought me to tears because in a space where I can relate to a certain extent of having a cousin who was murdered yeah. and had a child and yeah. it's like damn. damn so now <laughs> looking at this this man he got a he got a daughter and you take his life and now he's absent from his daughter he's out of his daughter's life and he was in the streets he was doing this and that it's like damn I feel this yeah. I, I really feel this it's like a, for you I only was like I think at its core it was just some real nigga shit. Like and I, and I, it wasn't to sell, it yeah. wasn't to be flashy, Fact. it was really, to tell just a real sti- nigga story. Like, and it still went platinum. And my thing and is, it's like, yeah, it still went platinum. So like, my thing is, it's like, why are you talking shit if it still like went? The, and then he come with KOD, the title track KOD, and let you know that nigga, I don't give a fuck about no features. I'm gonna get my bars off and I'm gonna go home, nigga. Yeah, your bars <laughs> off and you cannot stop. And, and, and J Cole is just chilling somewhere, high and stress free. Maybe not stress free, but <laughs> J Cole probably chilling. Yeah, I don't know. J Cole made J, J Cole has been making the right moves. Like, and I, f- I also feel like he's also like directing his career he where he wants it, it to oh go. God. And he running Dreamville like yeah. so well. Bro. Like J Cole got Boss album just dropped. Yes, bro. Yeah. Boss is cold. Boss is flames. Boss, Cause, and J- everybody know JID is the star. Yeah. But Boss and Cause, man, like they they, got they, a need, they need. I gotta get. I gotta get attention. They need more attention. Not from Cole, because Cole doing what he's supposed to do. Which I applaud Cole because not too many artists can manage a label. Like we see yeah. that with Drake for like his artists. They like mm. Division. I love Division, but he's not managing his artists and, get, and giving yeah. his artists the push. I'd agree. Cole out here is yeah. like really out here for his artists. And Yo, even tell. shout out to Thug on that same wave because yeah, slime language Thug was really just big. like a big slime language hard man. Slime language like, hard. Niggas. Okay, I don't know a lot of these niggas, but now I'm interested. Like. He had like a, like a lot and of like women he had on his roster were hella hard that too, shit bro. Was hard. I was like, oh shit, these chicks is banging on these tracks, yeah. bro. Let's go. And these niggas not slimy enough. Yeah, that, that shit, shit hard. hard. <laughs> that shit was definitely hard. That it was, that, it was like, <coughs> like as far as like a, I think as like a Thug album, not my favorite, but it's like a posse tape. I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. That was the first Thug album I listened to in its entirety. Oh, for real? Like I was really stubborn about the music I listened to the last few years. Like, I bet, like yeah. being like I wasn't as open minded about shit as I am now. I feel like everyone has that phase where they get Which locked I'm a, into what I'm they a, like. like. Like I'm gonna go left field with my album of the week, like just because, like, cause mm-hmm. I wasn't as open minded, and now being open minded, it's like, damn, I was missing out on something. Yeah, that's how I felt. I remember in high school, like. I missed out on like hella prime time Gucci man because I was on my like boom yeah, back yeah. shit. I, and it, I think I think that's what like, like I had I to would run not, back Gucci like, when I went to college because I listened I, I listened to Rich Homie when Rich Homie and Young Thug was doing that shit with Birdman like that shit was that shit was fire. That was a great time. Yeah, that shit that was a great time. I listened to that shit, but I would not listen to a Thug song like whole mm-hmm. whole project like what for like he's not with rich homie why would i listen to like, I, was, I was taking rich i was taking thug for granted and i and i apologize thug cold, <laughs> i apologize young thug yeah I really do, you gotta bro. go back to like you want to like you gotta pick up uh 
Oh man, I just blanked. Fuck, what was it? Um, thugs. Half, half uh, time was hard. You talking about the thug? Uh, yeah, or the three, or his three big tapes, bro. The series, uh, bro. I'm fucking slime, slime season. Slime season. Slime season too, bro. Oh, that was my favorite one. My bro. shit. Uh, we run out the digits. We run out some money. Yeah, bro. that was my shit. Yeah, was a banger. Slime that was season. On, was uh, that was my. That was on three. That was on three. I think. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, that shit was hard. Thug got bops, man. Thug, thug. The way he used his voice as an instrument is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Shout out to Thug. I also wonder too, like, if just the availability of streaming services have made like artists release things as albums that would normally just be like mixtapes they put up on that piff. I think it's a blurred line now. Yeah. I think it's. I think well, because I mean, if you think about it, Thug didn't say that was an album actually. Yeah. He said it was a mixtape. He really ain't dropped his debut album yet. Yeah. I mean, he has dropped the album. He dropped the album? Which one he said was the Jeffrey. Album? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey was the album. I didn't fuck with Jeffrey. And then Jeffrey was tough. Didn't fuck I didn't Jeffrey? fuck with Jeffrey. Jeffrey Whoa. was flames. Jeffrey was tough, bro. I think I, I, I That's listen, a hard take, bro. I only listened to like half of it. That's a like, hard no. take, bro. Jeffrey was... Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey... No. Honestly, like, I fucked with Thug, and then, like, Jeffrey no. was the one that made me be like, oh, nah, this nigga, like, really on some crazy shit, like... Cause that's like that came out go right back. around the time I was being like converted. I gotta he had go hella back. Flows. I gotta go. I'm gonna go back tonight. He just had hella flows, bro. I'm gonna go back tonight for sure. Cause he he really went. There's a couple. There's like one or two songs I don't really like, but like it's a pretty short tape. I mean, Future short Swag album. was tough. Future Swag, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna Harambe go was tough, yeah, bro. Like, I, gotta, I gotta run that one back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna definitely. I might run just have to make that the album. My album of the week off strength. Shit. All right. <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah man. <coughs> overall, man, just out here working. <laughs> just overall working, being inspired. Y'all inspired me. Everybody inspired me. Nah, Appreciate that, dog. You're doing we, your thing, man. Well, you, and you also, you traveling soon, huh? Tell yes, the people. Bro, you, at least you're thinking of it, huh? Man, everybody everybody going to be in Chicago um, sure. end of September. It's, it's St. Louis running over running over Chicago for the hey, four weekend, the show. man. It, we finna take over, man. Um, me, Real Brody, um, Shine. Uh, Brody Genius, my homie Toria, man, we all coming out. We mobbing the pancakes and booze in Chicago. Um, I can't even think of the name of the venue, but we gonna be out there the 28th and the 29th, and we gonna try to hit Cold Show. Cold gonna be out there the same weekend, so that's what we trying to. Oh shit, that's that's gonna be. That's what we trying. I'm trying to figure out every way to finesse that motherfucker so I can meet my idol, man. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm been thinking every way to figure that out, but um, yeah, we trying to make that. We gonna make that move. Um, I just got the DM from the family who actually helping me with my project um, next year. Uh, they want me to come out to New York for a show. To hey, for a show. And, um, nice, dude. I don't even think I, yeah, I think I just, and this is my, the first time I said something about this. Okay. But yeah, they just hit me. Um, that's in October. And then hey. in November, London. My man hitting the three London. feet, bro. My man going on a run bro, real Chicago, real. New York, and London, bro. Those London. time zones, nigga. Like tour, bro. Those motherfuckers. He in different time zones, nigga. Like, I really, like... About to blow up. Like, like aside, like, even if I don't... Even if, like... Because I think, um, especially... Um, behind like money but like i think the thing is I'm, i might just send my work to new york yeah and, yeah. Make, and make the london trip nah, <laughs> yeah. i think bro. i think i think that's yeah. like that's the one bro. new york gonna be there like new york ain't ain't a thing you to go to but york, london yeah. that, that's like oh we gotta we gotta get there we london gotta get to london lit, bro. yeah we gotta get to london so passport in, in effect as we speak hey. so we we trying to we shut out bro i'm not on that way if i had to get that passport bro before i told trump even if i gotta go alone because soon they're gonna put special stamps in our passports <laughs> I said, even if I gotta go alone, I'm sending all my niggas my location. Y'all know where I'm at. Cause <laughs> if anything happened, come get me. <laughs> get my ass, bro. That's hella lit. I went to London once in like 2012, man. That shit was Ooh. hella cold, bro. 
And I'm a nigga Damn, that love. That's, it's dead November too. Niggas gotta get cold. Yeah, you gonna have to get a, a crazy because it be muggy out there, bro. It be muggy. It's not a sunny city. It's cloudy. That's why, like, I was talking to somebody. That's I why like, they started I could never, colonizing. I, like, I, could, I, I could never live we in Seattle. We get somewhere with a beach. Shit. I could, ne- I could never live in Seattle. Yeah, Seattle, that same shit. My homeboy out in Seattle right now, bro, he was on Snap like a day ago and he was like, bro, this is the first day I've seen sun. I've been and, in this bitch bro, like Bro, and with days. my depression, yeah. and with my depression, I'd be pissed. No, I'd be bad. <laughs> that boy Preach will be, be right now. What's them little happy lights, nigga? I'm about to buy me one of those because St. Louis winters be almost on that same shit. Oh, yeah, shit, our winters bro. are trash. I'm about to happy light, looking like an emoji. Well, I, our, our winters are, you never know what you're going to get because that shit, that shit can't, we can have sunny days every day. For the fucking winter, like, I know, and it no not snow once. I don't know, bro. I've been here. I wasn't. Years I wasn't. I ain't, I ain't had that experience, bro. Maybe it happened last six. year. It happened last year. I mean, there's always snow. like one day near the end where it's like warm for that no reason. That shit was pretty cold. But like the majority, yeah, it's of gonna time, be cold. It's gonna be cold. <laughs> but you're talking I'm about saying, snow I'm and shit. Like, huh? We don't get snow. That's oh, right. Yeah, it'd be like, but we don't get snow and the sun out and it just be like mad cold. My New Orleans ass, bro. If it's under 70 degrees, my nose probably cool. Yeah, you, t- you gotta take me to New Orleans. I'm ready for hey, that bro, trip. Hey, bro, we go to New Orleans regular, bro. You gotta, I gotta, t- I need that trip. I need, I need the food. I need the food. Yeah, bro. I'm I need the food. shit talking right now, bro. I need bro, the food. <laughs> there's no better city to like get stupid high and just go eat in, bro. Nola is my favorite city for food. Bro. Yeah, you get all type of. And I'm from, a, I'm from a lot of food like, places. Let me know. Oh, let me know when that next trip happened, and I gotta make that. Yeah, we sure. Me, we low key trying to get the St. Louis. Nola connect strong. That's what yeah, that gotta happen. That gotta happen for sure. We trying to get that, that strong connect because it's a that lot of happen. dope energy coming out of Nola right now. That we trying to, you know, Nola, merge. Always, Nola always got a great ass hub for art and shit. They should so. always yeah. have, bro. Always people just, have, yeah, people hella free and people hella exploring the world. There's a lot of freedom in just the city to let people kind of fuck around and do shit. Oh, on hell me. yeah. On me, it's so dope. Like, just being a creative in this time, a black creative in this time is so dope. Like, just to be in a community where it's like real accepting to be you and yeah. not be judged by who the fuck you yeah. are like it's a beautiful time and just to create dope ass shit and people love it yeah like at first it's just like because you like you grow up you don't know what the fuck you want to do and then yeah. when you find your niche you like i gotta do this shit Type you gotta shit. expound on it you gotta you like really i can make money and this shit make me happy like shit that's really the only that's motive, the bro. that's the only thing that fucking matters to me if it make me happy i'm gonna do it I need happiness in the check. I can't lie to you. Yeah, and a bag. The I bag, need happiness in the, the bag. I think bro. I think the bag gonna come though. I mean, like, yeah, if you love what you're doing come. and you smart, the bag gonna come. The bag gonna but come. But you gotta make sure that it do. You can't like hold on to the happy without the bag. Then you're yeah. gonna be happy and hungry. Yeah, <laughs> a fact. A fact. Yeah, man. Hungry. You gotta learn how to monetize your happiness. <laughs> yeah, I do. Hey, man. And that's you know honestly a little plug just because. We on the subject. That's what niggas is trying to do with Nina Low Key. Yeah. It's just help everybody figure out. Shameless how to... plug. Shameless, Shameless plug, <laughs> dog. Shameless with you it, know dog. that shit that make you happy, hey, bro. Let's man. build a build a plan. Out it's so it, dope. Man. Make your make your bag. It's so it. dope seeing y'all growth, man. Like, bro, like seeing the love y'all get in the city. I like them, my boys, man. Like y'all really man. out here doing it. Y'all get so much love, and I love that shit. shit. Man, you trying, it's man. like. Like I love seeing my niggas win. Like that shit that's is what it's so that's a reciprocal fulfilling. feeling though, dog. I that shit is so fulfilling. Cause that's man. the energy we came with for real. We just like, look, man, like 
on me. I remember. We I don't met, want nothing I from nobody. I remember meeting Darius. That I remember meeting you, and I was like, oh yeah, these solid niggas. They gonna win. You could yeah. tell who's solid. You could tell who gonna win. You could tell who love this shit. You could tell who yeah. care. Yeah. And y'all niggas that definitely care about. Hey man, not just that, about bro. y'all growth, but the growth of the city. And not, and y'all not being from here and still linking and making these connections and wanting to see other motherfuckers prosper that's beautiful appreciate that dude hey man but you know we get to talk to people like you you shining dog hey man moving out going to motherfucking new york london like you just picked up the camera recently man. a year bro a A year year. i remember remember when you was like bro i I remember because it was at uh it was at the gem house show bro i'm fucking with this trina hit me trina hit me was like hey i got i need a favor i was like what's that she like i need you to shoot digital i was like say less i did that shit my nigga Stu was like after the show Stu was like man this dude was trying to sell me a camera for 500 Stu was like you come up with 250 I got 250 we bought my shit like two weeks after the show it was literally like the sec. I think it was they showed like on the 2nd of August so it's, it just hit a year mark yeah. and yeah. like a lot like a lot of my favorite photographers would be like man your growth is fucking insane I'd be like they was like I didn't, I couldn't do the shit you do until like two years. I was yeah, like you man. did you captured it in a year, and man, it just, I think it just come with like bruh consistency. Consistency, like I was like because once you started, you ain't exactly. And now it's like I don't shoot every day now because it's more of learning. Like just like I, Let I me gotta, teach myself I versus treat, just I gotta treat myself because since I'm dro- I dropped out, I gotta treat like myself like I'm still in school. Type shit. So I can't shoot every day. I have to get on YouTube. I and have to research and research a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, dude, because that's your job. That I don't want to do because I don't is... like. And then it's like you still gotta do. You still gotta get the yeah. little details and shit. And that's why. And that's what, especially with everything that I dropped in August, like the detailing and shit like that, and the, um with my editing, I tried to really hone in on that because I was tired of Alex telling me my editing is trash. So I was like, no, I'm gonna show you, nigga. Hey, and bro, then, at least you got someone that's gonna then, tell you your shit. Oh, and then he then he retweeted my shit with J Hop. He was like, Preach finally had a decent shit. I was like, that's all I needed. I'm there on my way. That's, <laughs> like, that's all I need. Stamp of approval. About to blast stamp. off, bro. Nah, yeah, everybody got that one person who was like, oh, if they say they like my shit, I'm good. On me. And that's why I really appreciate Alex just being a mentor yeah. and a big brother in this shit because like he gonna tell me I think no matter how great I get he's always gonna tell me I'm trash like no matter how great I am he's gonna tell me I'm trash but if he retweet my shit I know I'm not as trash as I was <laughs> like but I really appreciate him cause a lot of the shit that I like that J-Hop shoot don't happen without the shit that he taught me right like, like everything that I've dropped within the last month or two don't happen without the shit that he taught me so it's, shit. it's hella appreciated despite him calling me a turd and him calling me trash it's tough like love, hey, but love. also and, and, and pe- people, people talk like, to you and in the as way much as they, he talk, as much yeah. as he talk shit, he wouldn't work with me if he didn't see something. Yeah, in type shit. like it's, it's it's that it's that type of shit. So it's like, as long as he there, I'm gonna keep working under his wing. As type long as shit. he keep helping me, like I'm not finna. Hey, nah, that's the word. We, that's the word. Oh, type man. shit. We hella proud of if you. If somebody man. right on, bro. If somebody willing to help you, you better take that shit. Type like, shit. Bro. <laughs> if that's a nigga, saying, if a nigga bro. willing to help you for free, like <laughs> a nigga that's really out here making money and doing what the fuck yeah. you do, nigga, you better take that fucking type head shit, and bro. go. There's, a, there's there's hella value in like, even just lately me like looking for somebody who you like. Okay, like I'm kind of sitting around like I'm trying to find somebody that I can learn from. Like shit. Like, and if you're in the position where you don't have nobody around you that you can learn from, you got to look for yeah. something because well, you, you need to... you got to research. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and realistically, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that, like, just 
passed down from people too. Yeah, like, yeah. Tribal knowledge. There's value in like reading the book, but people will show you some things. Type like, shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, bro, that's why like school really couldn't do it for me. Like, it's because like I just can't sit and read a book and learn this shit. You just can't sit and tell me what to do. You gotta put it in my hand. I gotta yeah. learn by doing this shit. Like, I just can't sit there for an hour and be like, yeah, so you're going to do this. Woo, woo, woo. Like, yeah. bro, I got to be out here working. Doing it. That's it. how you remember it. That's how it stick. That's yeah. how it stick, bro. Like, like it go back to like what my memory, like, if I drive somewhere on my own, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna know how to get there forever. But if, you read but the if map, I'm in the car with you, I'm in the passenger seat, I'm not going to know how to get here no more. Sure. Like, I didn't do it myself. Yeah. I got to be able to do it myself for me to remember and it stick. Yeah. And for me able to be and take off with it. And to find my path, I'm like, and people are like, I'm glad I found my passion like somewhat early. Like I'm glad I'm not like 30, 35. Yeah, dude. To, and though that's still hella time, it's that's like niggas really downplay on how young 30 is. Like that's still young to really get your shit together. Um, like Gary V always say, he's like, you can really fuck off for your 20s and by 30 get to it and get the bag. No, one of my coworkers, one of my coworkers at my old job, dude, was like 44, and he was like, bro, how old are you? Like 23. Dog, you good. I started getting my shit together Dead when ass. I was like 34. Dead and ass. like now I'm 40 something and like nigga, I don't even feel 40 something because I'm going to the gym every day. I'm exercising. I'm eating yes. right. I feel fine. And I still have all the energy. I got more stability. So now I'm doing more of the shit that I love. And like, yeah, I wish I could have went back in time and got them 10 years back or whatever. But like, <coughs> I'm here. I'm here I'm now. I'm still doing it. it. And it's as long as I get it done before I can't fucking like walk or whatever, right. I'm good. In fact, and I'm 21. So it's like, you got your whole, right, a whole life, life ahead. You've been just and now, alcohol. Right. Day, bro. Like, I'm, I, I wish I would have known I wanted to be a photographer in high school because then I would have been like, fuck school early. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, fuck school soon as graduation. Hit instead of going through and blow and wasting sixteen hundred dollars. But that should always part of your journey, have, though. Right, and, that, like, and that's a part of the journey. It's like I'm like I'm glad that I can say yeah, yeah. college dropped yeah. out doing this shit. And that yeah. it's like Miss, I look now at the people like I still talk to some of my homies that I was in school with. Type shit. And it's like damn, they finna graduate and I'm writing my first book. Yeah. yeah. And shit like that. That's just like nigga, you're okay. Yeah. Like you're oh you're oh fucking okay. Like you're yeah. doing it. Like you gotta trust your process and stick yeah, to and it. It's like imagine trying to write a book and you got finals next week. Yeah. <laughs> that shit did. <laughs> that shit yeah, did. man. It's just time man. And I don't know for me, like, especially like as a creative, like being a creative and like I think like academia with creativity is always a weird thing for me because like there's this like school as an institution, it just kind of like puts you in like a certain amount of like it right. puts you in a pathway. Uh-huh. Not necessarily gonna like limit you or anything, but like it's a it's a pipeline. This what you're trying to get to. Yeah, and like Fact. the thing about creativity is that like there really is no like hard form process. Like things that you may say are quote unquote wrong become right when someone hot enough does it vice <laughs> versa you know what i mean fact, and my thing is if anybody before you did it you can do it exactly yeah. like, like i remember like nigga you know you know how many music artists it is of course you can do it if it's bro. this many niggas that's doing yeah, it like, i remember like even like even just being like i took like a few like music related classes after i graduated just trying to like up my skills of course and that shit was like awkward for me because i'm just like oh y'all just like telling me what y'all want to hear and like I don't like how that sounds. <laughs> that <laughs> like, shit's trash. That shit's like kind of basic. And like, you know, y'all giving me bad feedback, telling me what I got to, like, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, mm, nah, you're not hip. Because it's like, 
most of the people teaching you probably kind of disconnected anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you don't really know what sounds good until it gets up to you. And then you adapt your style to sound like something else. Like, a lot of like niggas. You try to, your disconnected ass trying to put a sound out. Yeah, that I mean, like, in a just, room of people, of 20 people that's connected and they like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, like, this is not it. You might be giving me good, like, framework things as far as like, oh, maybe how to use a certain piece of software or of like course. a piece of music theory. But when it comes to like the art itself, like, you probably misguiding someone because you just kind of telling them what sounds you good feel. to you. Yeah, Especially when it's like, you know, producers and shit, teaching other producers. Key, major key for any artist. If you play a producer, your shit, half the time they listening, they just gonna try to tell you what they would do instead. So it's just like, that's of not course. constructive. And music is like a big inspiration to me. I love music. Like, a lot of my niggas be like, bro, how you have so much time to just listen to music? Mm-hmm. It's like, one, I don't sleep, nigga. So when that shit drop at 12, I have all. I'm awake. I'm, I'm editing, nigga, listening to this shit, taking Type it shit. in. Like, I love music. It's like, every, every shoot I do, it's like, it's, it's being inspired by some type of form mm-hmm. of music like and i just love that shit so it's like especially now getting into videos and shit like i'll be looking at music videos i'll be looking at tv shows and shit just trying to implement whatever yeah. that is into my shit like i was watching insecure the other night Issa be having some of the most beautiful shots in her Yo, show. lighting yeah. be fire lighting be a1 then i then i, I like Bruh, that like bluish purple shade that uh, nigga started shooting with, bro. For black people, yeah, damn. Bro. You say that, bro, Moonlight is so it's one of the most beautiful shot movies I've sure ever is. seen, bro. Like, yeah, that's what like niggas look so much more mystic under the blue light, bro. Under that blue bro. and purple, yeah. It show, it show, it show, it show our magic, man. Yeah, it's real mystic, bro. Looking like straight gods. I love that Type shit. That's shit. what, like, when I start dropping these short films and shit, I'm like, I'm trying to learn how to do that shit. Like, to have that, have that color, how that, how that, that skin radiating yeah. like gods. And pop, bro. Like gods and goddesses, man. Like, we're kings and queens. When we, we're kings and queens, man. <laughs> we're we're, we're child family in Africa. <laughs> Damn, this That's was hella funny. dope. This yeah, was hella dope. That was a good conversation. We're going to wrap bro. it up with our albums of the week, man. But first, thank you. You know, for sure, man. We dope, family, man. man. Always blessed always. to have. We gonna have to do this again when I when the project get ready. Oh yeah, bro. When the project get ready, you know it's gonna it's gonna be go time. Rollout hey. gonna be crazy. I'm excited for you, dude. I'm mean, excited for you. I'll be on the lookout for little shit. I'm gonna be dropping within the next few months. It's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. Good. Drop your uh, social media and stuff. Oh too. yeah, uh, shit. Instagram, my art page is preach period perfect. I don't think that's too hard to. To follow and then my personal if you want to look at my cute ass is um <laughs> perfect with no e's um period p um just the letter p and then my twitter handle is just preach perfect no nothing extra there you go show, go follow the show. kid bro yeah i'm a little ratchet so before you follow me on on twitter just, just know, know just know my my tweet self-destruct but i might get out of hand one day and say some wild shit <laughs> my but, <tweet> but <coughs> we here they'll be self-destructing and all you see is art on my hey, page but you you though that's the thing you you i'm me <laughs> man i'm me i'm me just a little that's all you that's can a young do. bull from st louis making it happen for himself there you have it shout out to all my niggas doing it big worldwide <laughs> <laughs> do you wanna uh you wanna lead off with the album of the week or? oh album of the week uh i'm gonna go with huh I think it's called Yesterday's Tomorrow Night. Oh snap! Let me let me confirm that. Cause I, yeah, let me confirm that real quick. Yep, 
Yesterday's Tomorrow Night by Harry Hudson. Ooh, wow. Way, way left Way field. left. Way left field. Um, Jaden Smith artist, so he signed to Misfits. Misfits is under Rock Nation. Um, uh, it's like a pop. This thing is um, categorized okay. as a pop album. But the most beautiful song I ever heard this year is on this album. It's called Yellow Lights. Um, oh, I've heard that song. That song is fire. Bruh. I'm like, that. the most beautiful song I've heard All right. in a minute. Like, yeah, that joint. Yeah, I that really. And then it's, then it's a song called Love Dad because his dad passed away um, late last year, I believe. Mm. And he's also a survivor of cancer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We, so it's like a real, like he has a real powerful story. Just a, just a beautiful album, man. That's dope. Yeah, just a beautiful album. So That's check out lit. Harry Hudson, man. Very beautiful album. Uh, Hope y'all enjoy that. Mine hella niggerish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna roll with uh, Oxymoron by Schoolboy Q. Oh, classic! Yeah, classic. That's that's a, that's, a, that's a bop. Anybody gangsta, that hasn't, gangsta, gangsta. yeah, anybody that hasn't listened to Schoolboy, man, Oxymoron is a good demonstration of how. Drop the album, is. Q. We've been waiting. Yeah, yeah blank man. face was hard. We've been waiting. I'm ready man. for Q to drop again <laughs> on some shit. Bro. That nigga always come with some some. He some, doesn't have a bad project. Nah, he doesn't. He doesn't yeah, blank face wasn't my favorite. Blankface was crazy. It was I dope. It had really good music Blank on it. I just thought it could have used like a little more direction. There were parts where like it just kind of like was a bit too long. It just like strays for certain songs. Yeah. I'm like ah, this song maybe like like some loose ends basically. Yeah, gotcha. like, but it was a good project. Still. It was. It was crazy. It was a good project still. I just like lengthwise, I found myself like struggling to get through yeah. it because it was very long. I was like, not all these. Whereas songs like oxymoron like flowed a bit better. Mm-hmm. It was a bit shorter. It was very concise. Studio yeah. was played every fucking way. Everywhere. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> Studio was played. Everywhere. But yeah, my key my key songs. Gangsta is the the um the leading track. And then Hoover Street, The Purge with uh, Tyler was tough. Who was mm-hmm. uh, it? was, uh, whatever. I Tyler should have won rap album of the year, but that's beside the point. It was Last Tyler or one other person, um, but I'll look that up later. And then uh, Man of the Year. So that was uh, like the yeah. same. Man, Man of the Year was that was like Man the of the Year. Year. Man yeah. of the Year is on my creative, is on my creative playlist. That that like get me going. That should yeah. make you feel like the motherfucking. It's, shit, bro. it's like, <laughs> do you have like your like your certain songs that you play in the morning, like just to yeah, get you? That's like, yeah, that's like, It's like it's like songs that like that. That's get a me get up. about a bad song type shit. Yeah, it's it's certain songs that I gotta play in the morning, like. I play Good yeah, Morning yeah, by Ye yeah, yeah, yeah. every year. Yeah, that shit hard. Yeah, shout out to Q. Drop the fucking album, Q. Come on, Q. And Isaiah. And Isaiah. Drop the album. Keys. I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with Auntie. My for sure. I was jamming the vinyl mm. this morning when I woke with the, up. We got the vinyl with the motherfucking Another Braille one. cover on yeah, that bitch, bro. Yeah, I went hard with that. The Another motherfucking one. vinyl was, what is it, white or clear? It's Which white. one? It's white. White vinyl. Another, Drop the fucking the album, Bree. the front of the vinyl, it's a, it's a poem, but it's written in, in Braille. It's hella crazy. Yeah, I can't read I that I don't know shit. what it says. I don't, I don't, I don't it's like that Pokemon episode where you have to read the Braille to get to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get to the Reggie. To get to the Reggie. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that says. I was like, shit. I don't know. I feel like this might be offensive to visually. <laughs> I can't just use that shit as a cheat code, my nigga. What? Like, I didn't use Braille um, on the Game Boy, bro. What nah, but Anti was hella hard. Like, I think just as like, you know, a body of work for Rihanna, like, it was just like a really... I don't know. It was like a really like a yeah. big like push forward, just like sonically. Like I mean, just it came out swinging with just consideration. We all love work. I'm um, pretty sure I listened to Anti like on repeat for like yeah. A when that shit dropped, I just ran it straight through for like it a just week. played a lot. Yeah, it's such a good project, and it has a lot of different moods and textures. That it I does. Just, I love. What was that? What was that bonus ain't, ain't track? Gotham. Uh, 
Damn, good they night was, Gotham. Good night, Gotham was some hella experiments. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Rihanna, big flex. I can't wait for her to come true with this reggae album. That's gonna be a fucking flame, bro. I got a couple reggae tracks on the SoundCloud Riri. If you're listening, baby, just you know, peep that, throw that in the rotation. You know, just give it a listen. I don't know. You might fuck with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. This was dope. Good ass conversation. I found the poem. Oh shit. Um, by Young U.S. and Kanye West, favorite. Uh, this girl named Chloe Mitchell. It was written especially for Rihanna. It says, "Oh shit, Chloe Mitchell wrote that one yeah, too, bro." It says, oh, "I sometimes fear that I am misunderstood. It is simply because what I want to say, what I need to say, won't be heard. Heard in a way I I so rightfully deserve. What I choose to say is of so much substance that people just won't understand the depth of my message." So my voice is not my weakness. It is the opposite of what others are afraid of. My voice is my suit and armor, my shield, and all that I am. I will, comfort- I will comfortably breathe in it until I find the moment to be silent. I live loudly in my mind so many hours of the day. The world is pin drop sound compared to the boom that thumps and bumps against the walls of my cranium. I live it and love it and despise, and despise it, and I am entrapped in it. So being misunderstood... I am not offended by the gesture, but honored if they let us. That's tough. That shit hard. <laughs> That's wild. That, that like, shit hard. I'm about to read the shit out there, bro. That bro. shit hard. Are you? <laughs> no. I'm about to rub this. Niggas gonna rub that bitch like, mm, <laughs> My yes. voice. Yes. I My strength, nigga. Crazy. What's <laughs> yeah, Chloe Mitchell? Um, so she is she did another poem Taylor's for niece, I think, and she does poetry. Niece? I think she's her niece. Whoa. She's related to Tiana Taylor, and basically... Um, on Blame Game, she does the poem on Blame Game as well. Yeah. Things used to be and now they're not anything but us is who we are. That's her poem. That's part of her poem as well. Um, that she said, like, like she did the poem and, and Tiana Taylor was like, oh my God, like my cousin did this poem. Like she wants to read it to you. Like can she? And Connie was like, yeah. And she read him the poem and he was like, holy shit. Can I use that poem on my album? It fits perfectly. I didn't know she did the Rihanna poem too. That's yeah. hella dope. That's, That's super hard. tough. Fun facts. That's Fun hard. facts with the Nina Talks. Nina Talks. Yes. Nina Talks in Damn. the building. Preach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in another episode. My man shouted out all his socials. Go follow him. Go follow me, you man. Know. A lot of art on the way. Roll a joint. Stay Have a healthy. good weekend. You know, get your vitamin C. Don't be like us. Be a bad bitch. Man, it's okay to be a bad bitch. Deuces. Hey. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Nina Talks with Darius and Nikita. If you like our podcast, make sure to rate and review on iTunes, or if you're listening on SoundCloud, like and repost. Your feedback means a lot because it helps us discover new listeners and grow our fan base. See you next week.